Listener warning, this episode contains adult content and is not suitable for children. Welcome back to the Half-Baked Book Club. I'm Lana. And I'm Dylan. And this week we read our, um, this is our weekly book read and it was Rock, Paper, Scissors by Alice Feeney. Yeah. Um, This was my pick. Yes. Yes. It was my pick. It was a good pick. I enjoyed it. I I was going to say, is this our first thriller? But I don't think so. No. Geneva Rose, we had like a thriller. That was fun. This is my first Alice Feeney book. And I immediately grabbed another one of hers because I happened to have it on my shelf. And they were both really enjoyable, quick reads, I would say. Mm -hmm. But I guess before we get into that, like I could... What's my side piece? I could tell you about her other book, but I'd rather tell you about my favorite show on television. Please tell me. The Circle's back. Oh, God. Oh, my God. That's so funny because The Circle must have just been on when me and you, like, first were friends. Like, yeah. when we became friends. Like, Yeah. If you guys don't know, this is our last episode of our first season of this podcast, but we literally became friends, like, right before we started doing this. So... Yeah. This is like a time capsule of our friendship, which is like hilarious. <laughs> it really is. It's kind of cool that we have it. But um, I was like, dude, have you ever watched The Circle? And I think you still haven't watched this show, even though yep. your boyfriend also likes The Circle. And yes, as I say, my boyfriend likes The Circle. His friends do. <laughs> they will constantly, like, we have group chats with our friends, and they'll put, like, um, like they'll say, like, Circle and, like, whatever. Symbol. Like, Yeah, like, they'll do that. And I'm like... You have to watch. It's really good. I think the person who won this year was just so deserving and I loved them and it's really good. There's also, and I think you would appreciate this because you are fluent in ASL. There's um, a deaf contestant. And so it's kind of cool that she gets to like room with her interpreter. Who's also like, obviously like one of her besties, if not like her bestie. Yeah. Yeah. So that was like a fun thing to watch. And like her main thing was like, I don't, I didn't want to do like a show that was specifically a a TV show about deaf people. I just wanted to be like a person who's a contestant on a a TV show, like just a person yeah, um, just to show like people with disabilities can do everything that anybody else can. And I'm like, of course I, you know, obviously applaud that. And I loved it. It was entertaining as it always is on Netflix. I don't really have to tote or advertise Netflix. They're doing just fine, but, (laughs) but it's a good show if you like, like TV competition shows. Yeah. Yeah. It's twisty turny. It's like a good social experiment, like to see who catfishes and who doesn't and like the way that they shift and give power and alliances and stuff. It's, Hmm. I'm happy with, I'm happy with the winner. So if you, if you watch it, I'd love to hear (laughs) What do you think? Elliot. What about you? Um, I my side piece is gonna be uh Diamond Fortress by Morgan Elizabeth. It's a book I'm reading while well, I just finished. Um, it is an arc, it doesn't come out yet, but it comes out really soon. I think it comes out like next week. Um, but it's a part two of this duet, it's called a mastermind duet, which by the way, she's writing a book like rom-com spicy book about like taylor swift like not about taylor oh. swift but like encompassing like taylor swift like songs and stuff because like she's a huge swifty she always uses taylor songs in like her playlist okay. and it's like 
I think she's doing it kind of like a love story mm-hmm. theme, like the song, something to that effect. Um, I don't know, but she's like writing it. She's like teasing it to people and I'm very excited. But anyways, uh, Diamond Fortress is part two. It's this mafia drama. Um, her books are like Hallmark meets like Spice. Like they're sweet. They're funny. Which they're is very, your brand. Very spicy. <laughs> yes. My brand of like romance, what I want to read. I don't want something like crazy dark and I don't want something that's like super fluffy either like the plot's always really good the story's really good like it's not Mm -hmm. just like a bunch of porn or whatever like it's just a perfect balance of all the things and she's just really like good she gets really really good like um like trigger warnings and stuff and like always especially for like her epilogues because she's one of those readers always has like an epilogue or like a you know here's 15 years later (laughs) and it's always like I really appreciate this for like people that are like that you know pregnancy and babies and miscarriage and all that stuff is really hard for them she always has like a page in there that's like hey bestie you know this upcoming thing is going to talk about this and like if this is hard for you like just skip it Mm. you know I'm thinking of you like she just she's just so great like you just feel like you'd be friends with her um I'm like well you said she's a Swifty so yes yeah so I just like Morgan Elizabeth are you going to any Taylor shows this year oh that's a good question we should ask her she's on TikTok she's very funny on there um so yeah I just going to Pittsburgh I love the books they're really good they're like three four hundred pages like they're pretty like quick reads um and they're just like really good and this this duet series like it's a, you know, age gap, older mafia boss, like trying mm-hmm. to bring down a family, they're rivaling families. It's very secretive cloak and dagger, <laughs> but then like spicy. There's a lot of two like positive, like, uh, like sex work. Like there's like the strip clothes and stuff. And they're like, very like standing up for them. And like, it's mm, okay. Good. good. I like it. Okay. Recommend. It's on KU. I'm intrigued. Yeah. And then all you have to say on top is it's on KU and then it's easier to access. Kind of like this book that we read. You read it on KU, I assume. I read it on KU and I actually listened to some of it. I rented the audio off of Libby. Same. But this was September 2021. Yes. When I purchased this. Oh my God. I love that you got it from Book of the Month. It's, yeah. I, I mean, I'm happy I that you got something you. off your shelf from. I've been trying. A long time ago. I've been trying, and you know what has helped me? Looking on Libby, I'll literally say, "Okay, I've had this book of the month. It's not new, so yeah. maybe it's available on Libby." And I've just been like requesting. I think that's also what attributes to my like chaotic reading habits is like when Libby comes in. Oh, okay, shit. Now I got to read this real quick. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> squeeze slot this read in here real yeah. quick. Mm-hmm. Um. But totally off topic of this book continued. Um, My mother-in-law bought me Spare. Just say. I love it. Guys, if you didn't listen to the last episode, go back and listen to it because it's very funny. (laughs) And we talk about Prince Harry's frosted penis. And uh, if you know, you know. My stepdad thought I was making fun of him. I, I was like, I swear to God, it is more like I, I'm laughing with you, not at you. And that it, it is endearing to me that if somebody thinks of reading, they think of me. They're like, hey, yeah. I'm to tell you about this book. The same way, like, if you think of Taylor Swift, you probably you like, let me tell you. Hey, did you hear she has the Lavender Haze music me. video tonight? I- I'm like, duh, I know that. Because that's the same day John Mayer has new music. Right. Maybe so, of course. Maybe. 
Yeah. Oh my God. I can't wait. I'm mm. so excited. Any thoughts, any guesses about this video? I've got none. I've got none. I'm sure like if I opened up TikTok, there's gonna be like a million theories and stuff. <laughs> I just, I live for the, the like, just the level where she's like, yep, here's this random day. I'm going to let this loose. But, it, but I do think it's perfect. It's not even just the random day with the John thing, but also like, I'm so sick of first off pitting women against each other but like absolutely Miley's flowers songs are past Taylor and it's like cool they both have songs that were very they were marketed amazing for TikTok which Mm -hmm. is like the best way to promote your music at this point so it's like it's that it's not shocking to me no and also Taylor's songs came out a while ago like yeah of course things are gonna talk yeah eventually weird. things move around on the charts that's just how they she, work they're trying she has written songs for miley like that i know yeah the I'm like thing there's is no wild. bad blood like, there literally no like just i hate yeah. that too like but i'm like part of me is general. like is it part of the charts though too because like once you have another i've heard lavender haze like once or twice on the radio and i was like mm-hmm. where am i but i think we're gonna hear it more the same way yeah, we heard oh, like sure. anti-hero a lot yes so, now that it's gonna be this single like yeah but is it gonna be like oh is it on tiktok more than flowers like it's just yeah whatever whatever i'm excited about it though getting hype about somebody doesn't take away from somebody else i hate that people frame things like that and women are so bad at this because guys never do this I know and I guess I just felt like we had to talk about it like its existence but because we're gonna take like a little little hiatus yeah like two and a half weeks so it's already Thursday so we'll try to come back to you on like a normal time sorry guys every day this week we had plans to record Yeah, it's just like one of us was tired or things like give us a break. It's been a gloomy ass. We're recovering from the bills. Like <laughs> just mentally and physically recovering from the bills yep. game on Sunday. But anyways, now I want to talk about this book because I'll talk about yes. anything else but the bills. Alice Vini, right. Rock, Paper, Scissors. Essentially the concept. Okay. You're you're better at recaps. Yeah. So I'll just read this real quick from uh Goodreads. So, um, Mr. Wright, Mr. or Mr. And Mrs. Wright for a long time, things aren't going well. Adam and Amelia win a weekend away in Scotland. They think it's just what their marriage needs. Um, Adam's like a self-confessed workaholic, but he's lived with face blindness his whole life. He can't recognize his friends, his family, or even his wife. Um, every anniversary, the couple exchanges traditional gifts and each year adam's wife writes him a letter that she never lets him read until now they both know this weekend will make or break their marriage but they don't ultimate or but they didn't randomly win this trip one of them is lying and someone doesn't want them to live happily ever after 10 years of marriage 10 years of secrets and an anniversary they will never forget um yeah they it was just wild like so they you know they go on this trip and they're just like fighting the minute they get in the car and I like how it was flipping from their POVs, um, you know, back and forth um, between, you know, between her, between Adam and like what, you know, you couldn't really like figure out what's going on. And I thought right away when it was like, he's, he's face blindness and he can't recognize his wife. I was like, that's gonna, 
be a thing. Like, oh yeah. You don't know if you can't tell, you know, what your wife looks and, or like, feels like, like that's going to be a thing. And yeah, that's gonna enough be it was. <laughs> Spoiler <laughs> alert. Course. It was. Of course. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't a thing in the way that I expected it to be right. a thing at all. Right. I did just think it was like an interesting part, um, I guess, of to keep the story moving along. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, I, I thought it was co- quite literal, like, okay, we're in this part in our marriage where we don't really feel close to each other. I don't feel like this guy sees me. And it's like, quite literally, he doesn't see me. <laughs> like, I thought it was almost like a metaphor, but yeah. literally. <laughs> You're like, no, he actually doesn't see you. But he actually doesn't see you. Um, Prepare yourself, though. I don't know how to cover this book without large, heavy spoilers. Yeah. Like how to really talk about this because it is a thriller. Um, So prepare for that. And we'll see you next time. If if you don't listen to the rest. want to read it, go. Yeah. Go away now. Shoot. Go read. We'll see you next week. (laughs) But if you read this. Wow, I was not expecting the twist at all. So we had this character, Robin, who comes in. And what we know about Robin is that she's like a recluse that lives in this cottage next to like this chapel, Airbnb. These pretty much these two things in this tiny little Scottish town. Um, Even the bar in town is like, I don't know what's it called like abandoned vacated there's nobody around there's like one lady I think who you can maybe get groceries from like who's far away yeah I mean it's secluded very secluded and come to find out there's a lot of like intersecting storylines like there is but there isn't once you find out that they're all right it's all the same yeah um so Adam Adam, right? The main guy. He's a writer. So addicted to his work of writing, Mm -hmm. writing, right? He's a screenwriter specifically. So he takes novels and makes them into movies. And he's in love with this guy who's almost like compared to Stephen King. Like he's this thriller Mm -hmm. writing old man, very mysterious, strange. Turns out that this chapel is his, that this woman, Robin, who you know, things go awry in said chapel, like weird Mm -hmm. shit keeps happening. Um, And not to be like spoiler on Alice's other books, but that's kind of like how Daisy Darker was too, where you're like, oh my God, something terrible. And then it was like, oh, actually it was like a mouse. (laughs) Like sometimes she'd get you going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But yeah, it was kind of like a little like, look over here, look over here. And then this other thing was happening. Mm Mm-hmm. The whole time you're, you're going through this thing. And when they talk about like the letters, like the, the book keeps flashing back to every year of their anniversary and this letter that his wife is writing him. And it's always being signed. Like you're a loving wife or whatever, Uh, like not the name. name, Yeah. We know like his wife is Amelia in the current, like in the story. So it took me a while to think like, Oh, like to kind of piece that it was together. So crazy once that and shoe dropped, you're like, then, then you realize, like, oh, Robin, the reclusively the sex door, is his first wife, and the letters that this is all are from her. That's why it's saying whatever, and it's not saying Robin. And even worse is that Amelia was Robin's friend, and she brings 
Amelia, Robin brings Amelia into her home and, you know, she, you know, lures Adam, whatever they have said. like, I thought it was you. I thought it was you, which I'm like, listen. He's the only man on the face of the planet who can get away with that. Who can use that excuse, but also like, did you... I, I'm like, okay, right, like if you know you enough about somebody's face, body, their smell, their, their body, clothes, their, smell, their voice, like, right, right. Their voice if too, you like kiss somebody, like their mouth, like there's just, you gotta bullshit. know vagina. Yeah. But weren't they also saying like, she did my hair, hair, like the, um, she started to do her hair, hair and okay. stuff like that. So it was it's all so... part of the design, but that's like, where you have that, what's it called, an unreliable narrator. Like you find out yeah. Amelia was the one telling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amelia is the one telling the story when she's actually the psycho, like you know, right? Who died? white female who wanted stuff. to be like, <laughs> yeah, and stole her husband. But then, like, here's Adam, who but she also then like, decides to marry this lady who broke up his marriage and basically stole him from that his was wife. super fucking weird but on top of it it was also weird that robin the whole time like low-key was like oh yeah i'm the daughter of your fucking favorite author that you fangirl about but i don't want to tell, tell you about you. that and she meanwhile thought her dad was doing some psychotic shit which we really don't know if he did he killed the mom but- but do we know 100% for sure? I think it's just heavily implied. Heavily that he implied. Because yeah. I felt like that's because like they Adam. Stopped, I felt like they stopped talking. Mother. Yeah. But remember, like the dad was like, you're believing all these stories. Like I'm an author. I write stories just because they're dark doesn't mean. Yeah. That's. Um, like because they said like okay he got rid of the bathtubs after mom drowned it's like maybe she really did accidentally drown and he was just like triggered by bathtubs like I don't want to fucking look at them yeah you know what I mean like it was almost left in that way that inception or any other cliffhanger was like I yeah. don't know was he was it, uh, yeah. verity vibes you're like yes right really you know don't what know the truth is well it's kind of how people feel about which I don't really get the difference but like people feel that way about where the crawdad's saying uh-huh. like they're like they're like, oh, this really? is interesting. Well, because more, more of, spoilers in case you haven't read this. <laughs> not, not that, not obviously the rape story, but like a murder and like the murder being hidden and stuff. Like people parallel that with the real life situation that happened. With oh, right, right, right. The the poacher and stuff. yeah, they're, they're like, like, I'm an author. Doesn't mean I actually did this. They're like, they're like, oh, is this? A, are you dropping hints? Like, ooh, a murder that they got away with. Is this your confession? Right. So goofy I get that. but um but like yeah it was just so like twisty um I was like really unsure of like what was happening or where it was going I was like yeah who set this up were you Who's like the where train? the fuck who? is the dog I was like where the fuck is the dog and also I was like getting so why pissed. like I couldn't understand why Adam was fucking with stuff uh-huh. Because he's like turning the power off. I didn't understand that either. And I'm like, he... why is he like scaring her? Oh, because he like... admitted he was like, I just wanted to get the fuck out of here. And I thought if like you were scared, we wouldn't stay. I think yeah. that was his logic at the end. Okay. But I think that was part of a way to twist the story where you're like, is Adam the bad guy? We don't I was know. like, is Adam gonna kill her? Like I was... I didn't really know what was gonna happen. And they made it seem like in this you know back pager that somebody wasn't gonna make it out alive so i was like 
well, who's it going to be? Like, I feel like it's not going to be. <laughs> Is it terrible that I'm like, who didn't, who didn't make it out alive? Amelia. Amelia. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Amelia. Well, she tried to kill She's him. She's a trifling so- bitch. <laughs> She tried to kill him. So, I mean. But how bizarre is the whole thing? Like, just Robin, the hidden, like, all of it. Yeah. Well, and it kind of reminded me of Gone Girl and this very different thing. But, like, that she's she's nuts, right? Like, he, like, fucked her up and did whatever. And, like, she's kind of lost it between her father and this guy and, like, this crazy plan. And she's like, you leave her and, like, we're going to be back together. I've just been waiting and, like, you know, whatever. (laughs) I'm going to make a doll out of your hair. And that he chooses to go back with her and be with her and whatever. And it, like, it reminds me of Gone Girl, spoiler, because, you know, she fakes her death and she does all this shit and she plans it on him and she's fucking nuts. And then when she's like, oh, I'm pregnant. And he's like, all right, we're together. And it's like, they get back together. And you're like, what? Like, the most, like, wild, (laughs) volatile, like, no, 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 no. So it was super weird that he was like, yeah, sure, let's be back together. Yeah, that's, like, how her endings are where you're like, I don't know how I feel about this. But it was a really good story. Like, I enjoyed the story. It was a good story. (laughs) But I was like, what? I was know, very I concerned her... about the dog. I know that I'm like dogs. Fine, you guys, you guys so love you know. your dog the way I love my dog because I would not have been able to do anything else until yeah. my dog was found. <laughs> like yeah, it was quite a ride. I was yeah. very. I was. I it was, was a ride. Unbelievable, a but yeah, it's fiction. So it's it's not as unbelievable as like you know a Tessa Bailey fiction. Like it's just different. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. like just the yeah. fact that all these people intertwined and I I think about I found it very visual where I was mm-hmm. imagining it a lot yes um mm-hmm. and I just think about like pictures being put back on a wall that weren't there before and like the puckering my asshole would do <laughs> if I was in the middle of nowhere and shit just started like moving oh my god males here I guess yeah no like the way that they talk about like yeah, like a picture moving or a door being locked or like she can't find her inhaler. I thought that was going to be like a huge thing. And it's a little bit, but like, I was like, oh, this is how she's going to die. Like she's going to have a freaking asthma attack. Um, I was losing my mind and I thought like, oh my God, like somebody's haunting them. But it was like a Scooby-Doo situation where there was somebody, you know, behind the secret room pulling the strings. Wasn't an actual ghosty. I know. And I want to tell you more about her other book because there is some different elements of that maybe, but I don't want it to be a spoiler. Well, my puppies are really mad about something. Um, I do have this, which I really liked. There was a quote in the book. I only have like one, but it was a bookish quote. I didn't tab anything. So please. It said, I wish people were more like books. If you realize halfway through a novel that you aren't enjoying it anymore, you can just stop and find something new to read. Same with films and TV dramas. There's no judgment, no guilt. Nobody even needs to know unless you choose to tell them. But with people, you tend to have to see it through to the end. And sadly, not everybody gets to live happily ever after. I I mean, ain't that the truth? Although I definitely have been trying to um, give that like 
maybe it's Aquarius energy. We're in, we're in the the age of Aquarius now, but like, if I don't have time for you, I don't have time for you. Like, yes. Oh, I agree. I feel like I'm putting people down like DNFing books. I've been DNFing books. I DNF Dune. Sorry, Dune. I couldn't do it. I tried. Fuck. So boring. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. There's only so much world building I can do. And when we tell you our next book choice, you'll understand why I did not have any space for Dune in my life. You made the right choice. Yeah, I did. I think I made the right choice. But no, I agree. Like I saw that and I was like, oh, that is so true. Because how many, um, I've kind of felt like that with, and I told you this, like I've been getting a couple of arcs and I have wanted to like DNF an arc. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I feel like I have to read it to like give. Have like, you a been real, satisfied like, though every time you've finished one? Like, are you happy you yeah. did finish it? Yeah. Yeah. But like both of them, two of them that were like not authors that I knew, like I was just like, meh, just whatever. <laughs> like I got the one I talked about earlier, like the arc, like that's one of my favorite authors. So I knew I was going to love it. Mm-hmm. These other two, one was like a fantasy and one was a ro- was a romance and they were both just like whatever so like if you know me like me giving something a four is me giving it like a bad review because <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be like mean. I want to give it a five yeah. yeah if you guys um, aren't familiar an arc is an advanced reader copy so sometimes authors yeah. are nice and they send those to us and if you don't I maybe this is shitty of me but like Sometimes I don't get around to doing it before the book comes out, but I know I will read the book and I will like give it a proper, you know, rating and review. So like, I would feel bad, but I'm like, I will get there. Like you will receive my rating and review. I promise. Like just might not be timely. Yeah. I just, oh, I've, I definitely, like I saw that and I was like, Ooh, I've definitely wanted to just like do whatever and like yeah like why if you can decide to like just mm, this is not for me like we need to be doing that with everything so you can also always I mean it's probably awkward but you could always tell the author that too like hey I'm so sorry but <laughs> next I don't want to read this yeah I the one book was a fantasy book and it said something like um when we had to use like there's a form if you've done it before there's usually like a form where you send in like your reviews and like one little like Google Doc so they can look at them. And it was like, do you want to receive an arc of like the next book? And I was like, no, thank you. <laughs> oh, and you're like, no, um, I appreciate it. All set. All set. Thank you, though. It's it's that Saint Hoax meme. Like, no, 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 thank you. No, no, thank you. No, thank Would you, you like mind. a hug? Um, no. Mm, I'm good. No, I'm all set. Yeah. No, no is a full sentence. Do you have a favorite character? The dog is my favorite character. Oh my God. What was his name? I forgot. But he was my favorite. I don't know his name, but he was my favorite because he was the dog. So. He was my favorite. Yeah. I mean, I feel like all all of them were interesting. They were all terrible in their own ways. My least favorite was Amelia though. Like maybe that's just from having been like. Yeah. having somebody like come in and wreck a home I don't appreciate a home wrecker yeah and Oof. I'm just like it's not I a good look, time babe. for you especially not if you're somebody's friend like she got you a job I know. like all this stuff it was wild to me I'm like that is wild behavior yes we didn't talk about that a lot like yeah she stole but like it's not just like somebody like stole her husband like this was like a friend 
coming into the home pretending to be you stole your husband like what? yeah a friend co-worker a co-worker that you made a co-worker like she was yeah. a volunteer that you got a job that everybody else was like this chick's a little weird and you're like i'm gonna be nice to her and this is how dude shit like that this is why i can only read books about like thruples because <laughs> Like, I don't fucking... Never could I ever. Never could I ever. I love reading about it. Like, that sounds hot, but, like, mm-hmm. mm-mm. My trust, my confidence, um, my security in myself, like, oh my gosh. it doesn't extend that way. But, like, I've literally watched a situation, like, I don't want to say like this, but where somebody was like, oh, a friend, and then, oh, can I, like, crash on your couch while I'm going through a divorce, and then now your husband's my husband I've literally watched it happen yeah it happens um it's called forced proximity people it's a fucking trope so Mm -mm. like it's not all fiction it happens but like this was a really wild case of it especially because like Robin having just I thought that was the weirdest part how would you not know her dad how would you not have figured it out is what's weird to me right um and then, like, her releasing books under her dad's, like, pen name because she sends it in, like, her brown paper. No one... dad. Like, like, in, in so Daisy Darker, much. in her other book, she, I don't know that it's a, a nod to that, but it does, like, mention something about, like, a manuscript arriving in, like, paper with a string. Mm-hmm. So it makes me wonder, I'm like, does Alice Sweeney, <laughs> like, is that how she delivers her manuscript? <laughs> like, I'm starting to think she must. Yeah. She's an old school typewriter. I don't know, oh, but I didn't, I did enjoy it. I wish I had more highlights, but I think I flipped through it too quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I consumed it. Cause I just was like, what's going to happen? Like, I wanted to know how it ends, what was going mm-hmm. on. Like I was really into it. Yeah. So, but do you want to yeah. tell us our next pick that we have three weeks, two and a half weeks? <laughs> yes, please. Um, we are reading House of Earth and Blood. It's Crescent City Book One by Sarah J. Moss. Yes. We are Moss girlies. Um, so I'm super excited. I've read this before. I read it last year. Um, so it's Lana's first time reading it. I'm rereading it. First um, time doing it a reread, but there's a lot. Lo- long time reader, first time caller. Yeah. Um First time for us. Well, we've always done like where it's a brand new book to both of us. Yes. So this is our first time where you already know you love it. Mm -hmm. I think the world loves this book. So that's why we're trying to give them this review. Right. Yeah. They really need our help on Goodreads. They need this book cap. (laughs) They need this Uh, book cap really bad. She's really worried about what we're going to say about it before she announces a third. I think Sarah J. Moss (laughs) fans love anything Sarah J Maas so if yeah. there is an episode of a podcast dealing with their favorite book then they will probably listen to it or at mm-hmm. least I hope so so yeah I think so and like yeah. it's really good it's um like if you love fantasy Akatar and like Throne of Glass are like very in like the fantasy mm-hmm. world and stuff and that is this also but it's modern like it's now it's in a major metropolis they have phones like there's yeah. you know they the go to video clubs chatting. and they party and they you know they have their own version of weed like they have their own version of like, blow. they're doing like yeah, it's 
yeah, it's there. It's Sorry, very, I did like, start it. I read like a hundred pages normal. of the eight hundred, so I do know a couple of things. And yeah. if you're comfortable with people doing um, make believe cocaine, as I say, there's definitely drug references. Like they definitely like to party. They're of that age, right? Like there, there's college kids in here, and there's people that are older, just like, post grad, like, like age. loving to party and like sliving. Paris Hilton, their best life. They haven't done the drop yet. So <laughs> this will all make sense. It'll all make episode. sense when you read it. But anyways, this is your chance. If you want to get into it, you don't have to read anything else to read it. You don't have to read the other series. Like it's its own thing. Yeah. Um, We're really just going to skip long, random recap and hop into this like, one. You could get an audiobook if you want to listen to it. Um, yes, it is available on Audible. Like it. it might be exclusively on Audible is what I've figured out. <laughs> but mm. it's good readers it's a good flow I'm doing both reading it and listening on audible because the names yep. are kind of complicated and it's nice to see how something is both spelled yep. and pronounced mm-hmm. and to have the map in the yes. book is really cool I love yeah. a, a good uh, I recommend it when there's like crazy map. names I feel like this one was a little bit better with names where like the other books are more more old-timey and the names I feel like were more difficult but like when I first read Akatar and I didn't have the audio and so yeah. it was like yeah the rice, pronunciation rice sand and yeah like, I would have I had amaranthia like I just had such wild names and then I you know like I listened to the audio and I was like oh that's how it's pronounced like yeah it's not yeah. T- it's not as bad as Akatar, yeah. but Connor, the sheer number Ethan, of people you have to know like yes. the amount of people and it's like yeah. their name but also what they are yes and those two things are are things you haven't heard of before yes. and then an explanation of what, the- what that is yeah, yeah, yeah. so it is heavy for the first like 100 pages I'll give you guys that but I mm-hmm. promise it picks up and it gets really good like, yeah it's, it's again it's different than so it's far. like it's like murder mystery yes fantasy it's funny it's slow burn it's fantastical it's it's good and there's like multiple characters multiple like povs um it's good and there's a there's already a second book and a third book will be coming out um sometime this year yeah and it doesn't the first book doesn't like um it's not like there's like these like angry cliffhangers or something Mm -hmm. like they can the story just continues like it's just very good like full circle I like it I like the characters there's a lot of there's a lot of good stuff in there so I'm super excited I'm like really yeah. pumped that you're reading it and just talk about it and um I was laughing because I think definitely in one of our podcast episodes from last year I read the second book and I like talked all about it <laughs> for like what I was Full reading circle. that week so I'm like don't go back and listen Lala because there's all kinds of spoilers oh. in the thing you were like I'm not gonna get into that <laughs> oh yeah I will remember remember you forgot a whole book we read exactly yeah <laughs> it happens once you get like a certain amount of books like oh if you read over a hundred books in one year you're probably mm-hmm. like starting to dump some of those memories like inside yeah. out or it's like let's just dump some of this <laughs> make room I- for more I've had to look at like my Alex I've twice now I've had I start like reading something and then I go this kind of seems familiar and I'll pull up good reasons like mm-hmm. you read this you know December 2021 yeah. and I'm like oh is that yeah. funny yeah so <laughs> I try to like look at that and go off of you know what I'm what I'm doing 
Love it. But um, I hope you guys enjoyed this book. I would give it a four stars and I would recommend personally. Yeah, I I liked it. I would never pick these out on my <laughs> own because I would always be afraid that it's going to be like creepy or too like violent or something that like I just wouldn't like I never liked like scary things this is not scary it's just a cool like no you're a thriller girl I think you like thriller and I like it I do Mm. I like it because I would like I like movies like this but it's like for books I've never you're like what's gonna happen like yeah Yeah. I've heard the housemaid by Frida McFadden is like that I've seen it everywhere and I have yes, it that's on there's KU, a bunch of I think too okay there's a few Frida books on KU and mm-hmm. maybe maybe those will be in your in our future next season yeah I think it, <laughs> I think I had it as like a want to read um because I just see it all the time and I'm like okay fine you're like fine I will read it fine Jeez. I will add it there is my all my books on my shelves are like she see me I see uh-huh. you Do you see me <laughs> I know it's terrible so but Thank yeah. you guys so much for hanging out with us this year for our first season, season. <laughs> for we a whole will... season. Oh my God. I know. So we'll see you for our next season. We're like so excited. I can't even get over that. We have season yeah. two. Yeah. Just a couple weeks from now and let's read books. It's weird out there. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed our show, please consider giving us a follow and rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Got a book recommendation for us? Send it to halfbakedbookclub at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and TikTok at halfbakedbookclub. And don't forget to check out our sister podcast, Hometown Spice, where Dylan and her hometown bestie dive into the spiciest reads you can imagine. The Half-Baked Book Club podcast was created, written, and produced by Lana Rich and Dylan Harrison. For more information, head to halfbakedbookclub.com.